Hello, this is a review of the Rodchenkov Anti-Doping Act of 2019. It is a bill to impose criminal sanctions on certain persons involved in international doping fraud conspiracies to provide restitution for victims of such conspiracies and to require the sharing of information with the United States Anti-Doping Agency to assist its fight against doping and for other purposes. The Act may be cited as the Rodchenkov Anti-Doping Act of 2019. The Congress finds the following. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions harm the clean athletes, including the United States athletes who participate in those competitions by denying them their due recognition and economic rewards. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions also harm the sponsors of clean athletes including United States sponsors whose sponsored athletes participate in these competitions by denying the sponsors the recognition they would have received had their sponsored athletes not been cheated out of their rightful placement by doped competitors. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions also harm the sponsors of those competitions by debasing the legitimacy of the product which they have paid to sponsor. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions also harm the media companies which broadcast those competitions by debasing the legitimacy of the product which they have paid to broadcast. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions also harm the general public who pay to watch these competitions in the expectation that they will be fair competitions competed on a level playing field. Doping fraud conspiracies which affect the results of major international sport competitions also hurt the sport organizations whose athletes participate in those competitions because their supporters assume that the competitions in which the athletes participate 
or fair competitions which embody the fundamental social values of sport and not sham exhibitions rigged in the favour of cheaters who dope. Doping fraud conspiracies in major international sporting competitions undermine the integrity and value of not only those events but all organised sport around the world including the United States. The economic impact of sport in the United States economy exceeds over that is 500 billion US dollars yearly. Doping fraud conspiracies and major international sport competitions seriously threaten the value of that sector of the United States economy. Doping fraud conspiracies often beget other illegal activity, including bribery and money laundering. The World Anti-Doping Code, which first went into effect in 2003, has been effective as a tool in the fight against international doping by significantly harmonising the anti-doping rules of sport and the national laws of those countries which address sport doping through legislation. On the 25th of August 2003, the United States ratified the Convention. As a party to the Convention, the United States has agreed to adopt appropriate measures at the national and international levels which are consistent with the Code. In abiding by the obligations contained in this Convention, each state party undertakes to adopt appropriate measures. Such measures may include legislation, regulation, policies or administrative practices. US ADA was recognised by Congress under the United States Anti-Doping Agency Reauthorization Act as the independent anti-doping organisation for the amateur athletic competitions recognized by the United States Olympic Committee. Both USADA and the United States Olympic Committee are signatories to the World Anti-Doping Code. The mission of USADA is to preserve the integrity of competition inspire true sport and protect the rights of athletes. As a party to the Convention, the United States has also agreed to ensure the application of the present Convention 
notably through domestic coordination. To meet their obligations under the Convention, states' parties may rely on anti-doping organisations as well as sports authorities and organisation. Because the United States Anti-Doping Agency does not have search and seizure or subpoena powers, this cooperation by federal agencies is very important to the United States Anti-Doping Agency in carrying out its mission. Existing criminal statutes such as conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit mail fraud have been important tools used by United States law enforcement agencies to fight corruption in connection with some major international sport competitions. However, in other international sporting events, the facts of a doping fraud conspiracy may not support the use of existing laws. As is evident from the recent exposure of the doping fraud conspiracy in Russia involving the Sochi Olympic Games and other major international sport competitions before and after such Olympic Games, whistleblowers including Dr. Grigory Rodchenkov and Yulia and Vitaly Stepanov can play a critical role in exposing doping fraud conspiracies and other fraudulent acts in international sport. These whistleblowers, including Dr. Grigory Rodchenkov and Yulia and Vitaly Stepanov, often expose major international doping fraud conspiracies at considerable personal risk. By criminalizing these conspiracies, such whistleblowers will be included under existing witness and informant protection laws. Anti-doping organization has the meaning given the term in Article 2 of the Convention. And we can read some definitions here in the bill. Uh, most of the definitions refer to uh, certain uh, other sections and articles of the Convention or the World Anti-Doping Code. Uh, so we have the definition of a major international sport competition and that is a competition in which one or more United States athletes and three or more athletes from other countries participate and the competition organizer or sanctioning body receives sponsorship or other financial support from an organization doing business in the United States or the competition organizer or sanctioning body receives compensation 
for the right to broadcast the competition in the United States and includes a competition that is a single event or a competition that consists of a series of events held at different times which when combined qualify an athlete or team of athletes for an award or other recognition. I would say that this is not too clear because uh, many competitions have awards or may have some kind of other recognition and do we have the definition of award here or a reference to the definition of an award here no we do not uh, so the term person means an individual partnership corporation association or other entity uh, prohibited method has the meaning given the term in article 2 of the convention uh, the term prohibited substance also refers to the convention the term scheme in commerce means any scheme effectuated in whole or in part through the use in interstate or foreign commerce of any facility for transportation or communication uh, so we go on to section four major international doping fraud conspiracies it shall be unlawful for any person other than an athlete to knowingly carry into effect attempt to carry into effect or conspire with any other person to carry into effect as him in commerce to influence by use of a prohibited substance or prohibited method any major international sports competition there is extraterritorial federal jurisdiction over an offence under this section whoever violates the previous section shall be sentenced to a term of imprisonment for not more than 10 years fined 250,000 US dollars if the person is an individual or 1 million if the defendant is other than an individual or both so here we have the risk of a state entity actually having a risk of being fined by another state entity that would be very hard to execute but the wording allows for that any property real or personal used in the violation of section 4 may be seized and forfeited to the United States but there are certain limitations on prosecution no person shall be prosecuted tried or punished for violation 
unless the indictment is returned or the information is filed within 10 years after the date on which the offence was completed. So this is actually quite a long term and uh, if I'm correct uh, it allows for the prosecution of those who participated in the Sochi Olympics because the Sochi Olympics were held in 2014 and here if this bill can be applied retroactively which usually in criminal law uh, bills that introduce criminal liability do not apply retroactively but we will see here if it is allowed for and if yes it can be applied to those who were found guilty during the Sochi Olympics. Upon application in the United States filed before a return of an indictment indicating that evidence of an offence under this chapter is in a foreign country. The district court before which a grand jury is empanelled to investigate the offence shall suspend the running of this statute of limitation for the offence if the court finds a preponderance of the evidence that an official request has been made for such evidence and that it reasonably appears or reasonably cleared at the time the request was made that such evidence is or was in such foreign country. Uh, and the last seventh section is related to coordination and sharing of information with the United States Anti-Doping Agency, uh, except as otherwise prohibited by law. The Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security and the Food and Drug Administration shall coordinate with the United States Anti-Doping Agency with regard to any investigation related to a potential violation of Section 4 of this Act or anti-doping rules adopted by the United States Anti-Doping Agency pursuant to the Code to include sharing with the United States Anti-Doping Agency all information in the possession of the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security or the Food and Drug Administration, which may be relevant to any such potential violation. Thank you for listening. I hope this might be of some kind of benefit or interest. Uh, again, uh, I'm doing these voiceovers probably uh, for 
personal self-education uh, and if you do find them of any additional value I would appreciate a simple like comment personal message on Facebook uh, or any other means uh, I plan to go over different laws and not only court cases uh, I plan to cover uh, maybe two times a week or three times a week uh, I, I'll, the idea is to do this as regular as possible but we know that with life uh, having uh, its own agenda uh, day by day it's usually hard but I really enjoy doing podcasts so I will try to make more episodes thank you for listening cheers goodbye